Hey everyone, just a friendly reminder, if you want to win that sweet, sweet prize this week, you're going to need that secret word. Enjoy the show. Went to go see 1917 last night. Golden. Yeah? Yes. It's up for a whole bunch of Oscars. So naturally, if you ever watch it, I'm sure you won't like it. Uh, I will probably like it from like an artist, like a... As a as a work of art, because isn't it? Doesn't it look like it's all one shot? I would say two. I'd say two shots. It looks like two shots. Two very long shots, <laughs> like an so, hour each. So, is there a spot in the middle then that just like looks like a that it kind of looks like they cut it? Kind of because well, I don't know. I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Okay, well, unless you want me to spoil it for you. I know you don't care. I'm not super big on war movies. I don't imagine there's like any particularly heavy spoil. Like I'm sure like Hitler doesn't pop out and be like, "Surprise! It's World War II." I wish. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's just a uh, a part in the movie where one of the main characters he gets shot, okay, and then he falls backwards. But like he falls back, and it just looks like it doesn't look like they cut it out. It just looks like. His eyes are closed. Uh, oh, okay. Because you can still hear stuff going on around him. And then when he comes back to... Oh, it, okay. So, it, that's, yeah. so that's more than likely where, where there's a big old, big old cut. Yeah. Okay. It's understandable. Alfred Hitchcock, back in the day, made a movie called Rope. And it all it, and it was all shot to, to look like it was one long take. Mm-hmm. But like back in those days, everything was shot on film. And the film canisters would only hold like eight minutes at a time. Mm-hmm. Every shot was just eight minute long takes. And then the camera would like have to like zoom in on like someone's back and then zoom back out and be like, okay, well, that's where they cut the, that's where they had to make a cut. Plus, plus after you know that like each canister holds like eight minutes, you could <laughs> be like, well, it's been eight minutes. Right. So the camera's going to go and settle on something. <laughs> Yeah, and then and it was it was it was a good movie. Had a dude that played Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes, he was only in it for like negative three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> had a couple of people from Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, it was a good movie. Hmm. All right. If I had to rate it, I'd give it like a ten. Really? Yeah, that's impressive. I was like ready to go see it right after I went and saw it. Oh wow. It's high praise. Yes. My interest in it is mostly because it's an Oscar movie. And I like watching Oscar movies. Last year I skipped the Oscars just completely. Like I I think I maybe watched two nominations. This mm-hmm. year I was a little more I was a little more hopeful, but I don't think I'm gonna make it. <laughs> I might I might still watch the ceremony this year though. But uh but yeah, I was like I can watch almost all of the animated features are streaming between Disney, Hulu, and Netflix, which are all three services that I have. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "Well, I can watch all the animated ones. Most of the fe- most of the best picture ones are 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 watchable, like a good amount of them, because like Netflix has uh, The Irishman and mm-hmm. Marriage Story, and then like Joker's out on out to rent for, for you know digital and and I'm sure on disc too, but mm-hmm. on disc, who does that? Who does that? <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I I tried watching The Irishman and I couldn't do it. Yeah, I haven't watched it. <laughs> I'm not super big on mobster movies in general. It's like three. It's like over three hours long. You know, like Disney does the de aging thing. Like, oh, oh, look, Sam Jackson now looks no. like he's in his twenties yeah, yeah. again. And and you know they do it for like I think they've done it for like Star Wars and stuff too. But uh, they relied very heavily on de aging mm-hmm. the characters, like Robert De Niro who's an ancient, wrinkly old man now. <laughs> and Joe Pesci, who is also an ancient, mm-hmm. wrinkly old man now. They de-aged them because it's it's like these old... It's like old Robert De Niro telling the story of him being young, mm-hmm. which is very... It, which is very much like... Uh, uh, I believe I think it was Goodfellas did the same thing with Ray Liotta, except it was old... It was like... It was like older Ray Liotta telling the story of mm-hmm. younger Ray Liotta. But they just cast a younger guy for Ray, for younger Ray Liotta because that's how you had to do it back in the right. '80s. And uh, I think it was '80s. I don't. It could be wrong on that. But uh, but on this, they're like, they're just like, let's just de-age everybody, and it feels more like a gimmick. And when you know that they've done it, you look for it, and well, I do anyways, mm-hmm. and it becomes more of a distraction. So I watched like the first forty-five minutes of it. And I'm like constantly looking at De Niro's face, like just like, like look how young they made him look. Right. They did that with uh, Robert Downey Jr. in I want to say it was oh yeah, wow, which one was it? Was it Civil War? I think it was. He's like talking to his parents. Yeah. he's like reliving like his childhood memories. Bald face. Yep. And I thought that looked so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you smoothed him too much. Right. He looked like a mannequin to me. <laughs> but uh. But yeah, the Irishman. Otherwise, I think I might have enjoyed it if they just like done the Goodfellas way and and had a younger cast. Mm-hmm. Because I know what young Robert De Niro looks like when they de-aged him. He did resemble young Robert De Niro, mm-hmm. but only in his face. He still has old man Robert De Niro <laughs> posture, and that's not great posture. So like, there's a scene where you see him walking, like full body walking. And he's got the young Robert De Niro face, but he's got the old Robert De Niro posture. And he's walking like an old man with a young... Ah, uh, it just... Maybe he had not condition. It just... It took me out of it so much. And I was like, okay, I, I understand that the story is epic. And and Martin Scorsese, he's a legend of, of mobster movies and all that stuff. And he's got... He's, he's bringing back Robert De Niro and, and Joe Pesci and uh Al Pacino. Al Pacino and like it's got like all these all these great older actors but it just I just couldn't do it and it's probably it, and I know that's got to be more of a me thing because it's like nominated for like 11 Oscars mm-hmm. maybe I think it's 10 I think Joker edged it out with 11 but uh yeah so I so after that, I was like, I don't know if I need to watch any <laughs> Oscar movies. Right. I'm not going to watch this one. Why do I need to watch? <laughs> but I did watch. Uh, I did watch one of the animated features called "I Lost My Body," and it was about a guy who loses his hand, mm-hmm. and then his hand like wakes up like in a morgue or doctor, like a doctor's office or wherever it is. They take hands, severed hands, and severed <laughs> limbs, and it wakes up, and then it tries to like. It's like traveling a city, trying to get back to its body. And then, like, all the while, it's telling it has flashbacks 
that lead up to the moment that the guy lost his hand. And it's actually a pretty touching love story. And the hand moments are surprisingly suspenseful and almost even border on horror movie. Obviously, you have to suspend your disbelief because, A, it's a severed hand wandering around. (laughs) And, B, it apparently can see things. What? <laughs> so like, so it knows like when it needs to move from spot to spot and all this stuff. But uh, like, there's a moment where it's in the subway and it's almost getting hit by a train, and then some rats come out and try to eat it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and then, and then there's a part where it, it falls under like a frozen lake, gets out of the ice, and grips a tennis ball that's floating, and then a dog comes and picks it up. And the owner's blind, so he doesn't know that <laughs> that his dog has a hand in his mouth. <laughs> it was very interesting, very interesting. It was very artsy, though. Classic, <laughs> as many as many Oscar movies are. It was very artsy. Speaking of rats, there was a ton of rats in 1917. I bet, like a ton, <laughs> eating dead bodies and whatnot. Oh, is that an R-rated? It must have been an R-rated movie. I don't know. I don't know either. You should go see it though, or I mean. Wait until it comes out. I don't know. That seems like it should be something watched on a bigger screen. Oh, definitely. If because like where we sat, we sat like we sat towards the bottom, but in the middle row, not all the way at the bottom, and the speakers were like right there because oh. we went to Grand Island, and that was perfect. Awesome. And like, there's some pretty good. I w- I mean, they're not. I wouldn't say they're jump scares because I don't. You know, it's not a horror film, but really intense moments where it got loud and it just which one of the parts was actually due to a rat oh yeah (laughs) there was a tripwire and a rat fell from the ceiling because they found the tripwire before the rat fell so then the rat fell and i thought oh the rat's gonna crawl over to the tripwire but then they like move like a toe (laughs) and they hit it and it's it's perfect it wasn't like a tarantino movie where there was explosions and there was (laughs) <laughs> intestines flying right. everywhere so i thought that was pretty cool too mm-hmm. nice okay. so it's pretty intense i think i've said it before we're like i see war movies and i'm never excited to see war movies but then like after i see them i'm like yeah that actually was pretty good yeah but then like i never i very 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 seldom have the interest to go back to them though plus i know nothing about world war one so i don't know how much I would really, I mean, do you have to know a lot? Because isn't it just, isn't it the, the two guys trying to get from point A to point B? Yeah. Okay. That's, I, could probably, I could probably follow that. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, it has nothing like any deeper than that. Okay. Just that they have to try and stop this mission. Okay. That's going to get carried out. Because if it gets, because it's a trap. And if they carry it out, then like, I think they said, Sixteen hundred people will die. No, wow. Yeah, no. so I think World War One. Like, I get that like Nazis are more interesting, but <laughs> I feel like I think World War One like just doesn't get enough credit. Enough credit for <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's I don't know I don't know I just I just feel like maybe if there were more World War One movies I might be a little more interested in that part of history, mm-hmm. but. But of course, everyone wants to talk about the Nazis. Well, there's a movie out there. It's called "We Shall Not Grow Old." I've been wanting to see because it's like World War. It's one of the World Wars, but it's oh, in is color. That the Sam Jackson thing. Peter Jackson. 
Sam Jackson. Almost like wrong Jackson. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> At least they're not both black. <laughs> Peter Jackson. Yeah, I think that is that a Peter Jackson thing. Yeah. Okay. I've I've heard of it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's World War One or two, but. Is that where it's like actual footage, but they just like painstakingly colored it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I'm sh- I doubt it's as as high quality as that, but there is a Netflix thing. Oh, World War Two in color. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where they did a similar thing, mm. but I haven't watched that because of war movies. <laughs> Fury was a good one. Fury was a good one. I I fairly I I put that. For me, personally, out of all the war movies I've seen, I'd put that at like my number one. Okay. And then 1917. Wow. All right. I wouldn't mind watching Fury again. Mm-hmm. Probably like the one war movie that I would come back to. But uh, I think that's where my... Mean, like, and that's like kind of like in spite of having Shia LaBeouf in it, because I don't like Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> like Brad Pitt and like John Barenthal, they kind of like even it out a little bit. Yeah. I think that's where my obsession with Brad Pitt started. Oh. Because <laughs> I liked his acting. So that's you know. like a relatively new obsession with Brad Pitt then. Yeah. Well, no, not necessarily. that movie's not like super old. Not necessarily. Because Troy, I love Troy. Okay. That's, that's one of my favorite movies. Okay. I have a lot, but <laughs> I fairly enjoy Troy. I could watch that probably back to back. That's too much. I I tried watching it. Well, I watched, I saw like little bits and pieces of it uh, when I was younger. Like I'd go over to Sam's house and he would, he would have it on a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'd catch like little bits and pieces of it here and there. And then one t- once when it used to be on Netflix, I I tried watching it. And I was like, uh, <laughs> no, so this isn't mine. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I suppose if I sat down and like really focused and paid attention to it, I'd probably enjoy it. But if they would take Orlando Bloom out of it, I be okay. You're not an Orlando Bloom no. fan? No. Not even in Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Like, not even in uh, like the Lord of the Rings movies? Wasn't he? Oh, he was badass in those movies. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> I suppose we should probably, uh, we should probably like. Didn't we just do an episode? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Off All Day, the show where two guys ask one question and see where it takes them. Listeners are invited to keep track of all the crazy topics they cover and send a topics list into offalldaypodcast at outlook.com and win themselves a sweet, sweet prize. My name's Tyler. You can call me T. I don't really care one way or another. As always, uh, I'm Malcolm. Call me Mac. You can call me M. Why did we never think of that? M? You're T. Why can't I be M? You can be M. But not E.M. I was going to say, M kind of sounds like a, a lady name. Like an Emily? Yeah. Yeah, just call me Mac. <laughs> like Auntie M from The Wizard of Oz. Oh. You know what? I'm going to start calling you Auntie M. Can I be like a Aunt Jemima Auntie Aunt M? Jemima Aunt <laughs> I was thinking more like the anti-M. You're like what? the, you're like the, you're, <laughs> you're like just against M's. <laughs> Okay, I already explained the rules to you all, and uh, if you if you want clearer rules, you can go ahead and go to awfulldaypodcast.com. We have all sorts of fun stuff there, and we're just going to go ahead and get into this question. Today's question comes from 
Quite a convert comes from question starter. Question starter comes from conversation starters world.com. They have a random question generator. We're gonna find one question. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna look at the first one. If we don't like it, we're gonna look at a second one. If we don't like that one, we have to pick from one of the two, assuming neither one of them are overtly political. Because Mac, Mac, don't talk politics. No, I do not. <laughs> oh no! Did I just restart? Okay. No. I, I thought I accidentally restarted my computer. That would end the entire episode and all the fun stuff we've already talked about. Because it would have it would have shut it down for an update, and that update would have taken like the rest of the day. <laughs> I'd just be like, "Well, see you next week." We could have just recorded on our phones. Yeah, there we go. Well, I do I do have my little hand recorder now that offers <laughs> really good quality. But uh, anyways, found footage, <laughs> awful day. <laughs> what will the future of education be? It's not really political. Should we go to the next question? Yes. I didn't think you were going to like that one. Next question. What do you wish you had more time for? Boom. We're going with that one. Sounds good. Tell me when to hit start. Oh, you can hit start. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. What do you wish you had more time for? Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, you go first this time. Okay. Did you go first last time? I don't remember. Well, let's just say I went last time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, the timer started. We got about an hour. It'll probably be edited down to about 50, uh, 45 minutes. <laughs> Once that timer's up, you don't need to keep track of topics anymore. So today's question is, what do you wish you had more time for? I wish I had more time for a variety of uh, creative ventures. Um, uh, this year, I plan on doing an audiobook for my book. Uh, Dark Days of Dorothy Gale. Also, I'm going to do an audiobook for The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. And I'm going to release those as a podcast. And I wish I had more time to do it. Right. <laughs> because because it always it sounds like it's something super easy to do. Like, oh, yeah, just read some pages and then I put them out there. And, and, and I tell myself it's super, something super easy to do. But then once I get going, it's going to turn into something very time-consuming. Right. And then we're going to balance that out with episodes of Off All Day and Two Guys and uh, among other among other creative things that I do, like, you know, the occasional photography project or or maybe trying to write another book or something like that. Sometimes time just literally disappears. Yeah, <laughs> like, def- definitely. Like last week, for instance. Uh, well, uh, we we actually this is. Our, technically, this is recording our third episode of this year for Off All Day, and that's on January 26th. We still have two episodes left to actually drop before we get to this. And the only reason that the uh, it was what social media post has stuck with you, and uh, the only reason that one took so long to drop was because like, my time just it vanished right. right before my eyes. Like... My car died, so I lost uh, I lost one of my two hour lunch breaks to my car, mm-hmm. and then there was a there was a federal holiday. <laughs> federal holidays are fine, but they take my two hour lunch break and turn it into a one hour lunch break. Mm-hmm. And by the time I go out and get some food or something, my one hour lunch break is turned into like a half hour lunch break, and then right. there's not time to do anything else really. My school had a snow day because it didn't snow. <laughs> 
And so that took away a two hour lunch break. And it just, so like, I just, every time you think you have a lot of time, well, sometimes you think you have a lot of time and then it just, like I said, it just kind of vanishes. I just wish I had more time for more creative, uh, creative ventures and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, I feel the same way. I mean, I have this whole pyramid thing going. Scheme. <laughs> yeah. Pyramid scheme. Yes. <laughs> um, and I mean, I try to, I'm trying to, I'm always thinking about different ways I can implement it on stuff, like on t-shirts and stuff, which is, I don't know, kind of hard to do because I feel like I don't have it like, it's not like legally mine. <laughs> So like I I don't know I feel I always feel wary about doing stuff like that because no. like what if what if I get sued? But there's nothing else out there that's like it. Right. Like I've run it through the database and whatever, and there's nothing else that other than pyramid cigarettes. But <laughs> that's why I had to use the pyramid as an A. <laughs> um, but like there's so many things I want to do with it. I want to just to get it out there more like. Um, cause I don't know if I, when we brought it up in the last episode, I don't know if I said that I was going for like a, kind of a specific audience, but I would want it to be more like of a, and I don't, and I guess that's where it's, I struggle with it because I was looking more like a, a sporting type audience, but then like I look at a, a company's like Diamond, you know, yeah. uh, Diamond Supply Company, where theirs is just... It started out as um, for like skateboarders and stuff, but now it's it's like casual. You know, it's not for a specific audience. Right. So, but like if you know, you see it in like a gym or something, like a a poster or um, uh, someone working out wearing a shirt or something like that. But it's just having the time to go to all those places <laughs> and then having to order stuff in and uh I feel like it just takes like I it, it needs to be like a a two day thing where I just have <laughs> nothing going on and I can just work on that. So but other than that, I mean I think work plays a big role in it. Yeah. Like my Mondays, I work late. Tuesdays, I work late. Wednesdays are kind of like our date night here at home because, you know, the kids aren't aren't home. Um, Thursdays, I work late. And then Friday, you know, we either do this on a Friday or, um, you know, we just don't do anything. Like, by the time I get home, it's Friday. <laughs> I'm ready to sit down. So, um, I'll, it's something I want to stick to. And not just give up on right away just because it's not working how <laughs> I want it to work, right. you know. So with the t- the stuff that T does, like I don't think you guys understand. He has so much editing to do with these episodes. <laughs> I could do it if I wanted to, but it probably wouldn't sound half as good. And obviously I wish I'd have more time to spend with my family, you know. Like in March, um, uh, the, when the kids are on spring break, we're planning a trip to go to... Minneapolis. Oh. Yeah. We're going to take a road trip up there. We don't do, like, stuff like that often. Like, the farthest I think we've gone with the kids is, like, Omaha because their grandpa lives there and uh, aunts and uncles. So, 
just to kind of get away was, you know, having more time to do that. But also money plays a <laughs> huge factor and, you know, you have to make sure as far as work, you have that time to right. take off. And so there's just a ton of things that play into it, but those are probably two of the more important things that I wish I had time for. I wish I had time. I used to go, Liz and I used to go road tripping and we'd explore uh, ghost towns in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I have like this massive list and a Google map full of of uh, places. And Oh, I feel like we talked about this in an episode. I'm sure we have. A, a two guys episode. Very possible. Yeah, probably, because I think I talked about, I gave a very long-winded uh, story about a haunted bell <laughs> in, yeah. in, in like the Jane Doe episode, I think. It had something to do with your camera too, didn't it? Yeah, because yeah. like it killed my, like the bell like killed my my film camera, yeah. my 35 millimeter, <laughs> but not my digital. Um, but uh, uh, we have, in the past, we've like set... Like good long road trips for that. Like we've plotted them out. I've plotted them out, and like figured out. You know, this is this is what we could do in a day. This is how far we could go out and end up back in Minden at the end of it all. And you know, and maybe even at one point we even like planned a two day trip. We would we were gonna have the kids stay at my parents' house mm-hmm. and it'd just be the two of us. And then I believe before that, like like just a week or two before that, my car died because. My cars are always dying, <laughs> and we had to get a new car, and that like that that took up that took our road trip money. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird because when you think you think like, oh man, once, but, well, because when Zo- you know there's Zoe is seven, Adelaide is two, and it's like once Zoe was out of daycare and in school, we're like, oh man, just think of just think now we don't have a daycare bill to pay anymore. And then we had Adelaide, and it's like, oh, just think. Psych. Now we have another daycare bill to pay. <laughs> but uh, uh, I mean, so like, I kind of wish we had time for that too, because I, I'm, I, I used to be super big into photography, and over the course of the last couple of years, like my interest in photography has just kind of has kind of just waned and gone down a little bit. If if I had more time to go out and do the exploring that I used to do, mm-hmm. I think my my interest would still would still be at its peak. Right. But it's like uh it's like, man, you just don't have the time to who has, who has the time on who to just uh take a ten hour road trip right. to a bunch of random places that may or may not even exist anymore. Right. <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean I just wish I had more time for all that stuff, but I wish I had more time for gaming. I I say that I wish I had more time for gaming, but in reality, I have plenty of time to play games that I would like to play. But I'll sit there on the couch and be like, playing this game just sounds like work. (laughs) Do I really want to do this right now? It depends on what game it is for me. Like... I don't know. Like, I can sit there and play a game for hours, but it, it can't be something like Madden or, you know, like NBA 2K or something like that. <laughs> like, it has to have something like a story. Like, uh, 
I just downloaded the Uncharted. Oh. Uh, the Nathan Drake collection. Yeah. Have you ever played them before? No. Okay. They look like PS2 games. Uh, I think they look a little. They look nicer than PS2. They were like PS3 launch. Like they started as PS3 launch titles, and they. I think they. I personally think they hold up okay, and they do get visually better as you go because, you know, like the second one came out like two or three years after the first right. one, and so <laughs> forth. Um. But like, I started playing yesterday, and I was like, "Oh, yuck." <laughs> <laughs> What is this quality? And so I stopped playing it. Oh, that's horrible. But it was like the it was the first one. It was the first game. <laughs> uh, uh, I yeah. think there's like three. Well, I mean, I know they're on like Uncharted Four, but the the ones I downloaded right. were like up to three. Okay. So. I played the first two. I started the third one, and then I got rid of my. I think because I think the third one was a PS4 title. Mm. I I think maybe it was a PS3. T- I can't remember now. Anyways. I I sold my Sony product before I finished uh, the third one. The first one I really enjoyed. The second one, I won't spoil for you, but the second one, it got to the end, and I was like, eh, <laughs> what, what is this? What am I doing here? And and then the third one, I was like, well, I played the first two. I might as well play this one. And and then I got rid of my, my PlayStation whatever it was mm-hmm. and, uh, and never looked back. <laughs> I don't know as if I, I, I and I feel like I'm not missing out on a whole lot because like the, they all kind of played about the same mm-hmm. it's like like run here oh a, a big bunch of bad guys okay then do some platforming and then you know an, a, some sort of crazy epic action sequence which is which is fine like I played uh uh, I, I like the Tomb Raider games, the mm. newer Tomb Raider games, and those are like a lot of people call those just Uncharted knockoffs, and they kind of are, but they're a little more gritty and a little more violent. Mm-hmm. And well, Tomb Raider was like way before. Well, it was, it was, but like when they rebooted it, oh, they they turned it into kind of an Uncharted type game, mm-hmm. and because like the, the older ones. I, I suppose you could probably say like if there was no older Tomb Raider, there was probably there'd probably be no Uncharted. But if there was no Uncharted, there would be no newer Tomb Raider. Right. <laughs> but uh, uh, like the newer ones, though, like Rise of the Tomb Raider and Shadow of the Tomb Raider, those are really good. And the, and they're like, like I said, they're largely. It's like they're very similar to Uncharted, where super big action set piece. Some pseudo, some well, not even pseudo, some like supernatural elements coming up, and mm-hmm. and then and then kill a bunch of regular bad guys, and then move on to the next action set piece and stuff like that. And they're they're fun and they look really good, but uh, you know, and, and maybe maybe I'm just a sexist guy. <laughs> maybe I would if I'm going to play a game, I would rather spend thirty hours looking at the back of a woman than at the back of Nathan Drake. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but no, the, fir- the first Uncharted I did enjoy, though. And the second one, it got a little hokey to me. And then the third one, just didn't finish. But uh, uh, if, if Naughty Dog never made another Uncharted game and just only did uh, The Last of Us games, mm-hmm. I'd be perfectly fine with that. Naughty Dog makes pretty good games, though. Yeah. 
like I said, if they made more Last of well, Us like, instead of uh, what else did they do? I think they didn't they do Sleeping Dogs. I don't think so. To they the, might have. to the internet I go. <laughs> to the internet you go. I don't think they did Sleeping Dogs, which was a good game. I think I might have played that one. It was like a Is Chinese like Chinese mafia thing. Grand Theft Auto, yeah. Okay. But how do you know? Oh, is it the so, developer? Yeah. Okay, so it was United Front Games. Square Enix. Okay. I was gonna say if I played it on my Xbox, it would not have been a uh it would not have been a Naughty Dog game because Naughty Dog don't swing that way. They're not that naughty. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming out with the second one apparently. Or hopefully. Another sleeping dogs? Yeah. Okay. I'd be okay with that. No, they're not. (laughs) In 2016, this article says, inside the ambitious Sleeping Dog sequel, we'll never get to play. (laughs) Oh, man. Did you see that uh, it has not been canceled, but it's probably not coming back anytime soon? Mindhunter. Don't be expecting a Mindhunter Season 3 anytime soon. I thought it got renewed. Apparently... David Fincher uh, is too busy to produce a third season of the uh, award-winning, awesome Mindhunter series. So uh, I guess without him, they're not they they can't they won't do it. They either won't or can't do it. Mm-hmm. And so they released all the cast from their contracts so that they're all free to go do whatever else they want to do. But they didn't say it was canceled. They just said nobody in the cast is obligated <laughs> to work on the series mm-hmm. anymore, but we're not canceling the series. Like, you know what? Like, I'd be okay if they said, we're not doing a season three. We're going to give you a two to two and a half hour uh, movie finale. I'd be okay with that. That would be, that, actually, that might even be preferable to me than a season three mm-hmm. instead of. Instead of having to rely on <laughs> on David Fincher's schedule, well, where would they go from there? Because oh. I mean, obviously, they would it just be catching BTK. Well, I think I think at the end, I think by the end of the movie, if they were to do it that way, I think by the end of a movie, they would have to catch BTK because that's like the story. That's <laughs> that's like a big through line story. Mm-hmm. I I think they'd probably be able to. I think they'd probably cover like some other like big true crime, you know, thing. You know, uh, I don't. I can't think of what else they would do because I, I don't know enough of like the seventies and eighties. You know, things that happened in the seventies, eighties that would have that would have involved the, the uh, BSU. I think Zodiac was after, or I think I think Zodiac was before. Cause I, didn't they? I, I thought that was in the seventies. It was, but I think it was before the unit was actually before the feds oh. like started profiling. <clears throat> um, they already had Manson. What about Gacy? Yeah, maybe a Gacy or like maybe like a Son of Sam. They already had Son of Sam, did they? Oh yeah, that's right. They interviewed Son of Sam, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so maybe like a Gacy or something, but or Dahmer. Yeah, yeah, that'd be. I'd be interested. In that would be a good the one Dahmer, too. Yeah. Um, oh, I suppose uh, uh, Ted Bundy. Yeah, they yeah. could go all out on a Ted Bundy two-hour movie with Mindhunter. Hunter. 
and then all the while do like little flashbacks or flash forwards of uh uh of the btk i'd be okay with that but i think btk was captured in like 2000 something mm-hmm. so i would imagine they would have to introduce new <laughs> new agents yeah to to actually catch that because that's like that's the problem with the btk storyline is that yeah it's it's starting with uh you know like bill tench and and the other people but it's got to end like way after that right <laughs> like sure it's happening during that time but but he wasn't caught until like 2000 i want to say like 2002 maybe even well, let's find out <laughs> like i don't know i don't think it's like truly historically accurate as far as as a lot of their stuff goes so i suppose they could they could they could finagle their way into them solving the BTK or something. Two thousand five. Two thousand five. Okay. And he got caught because he got caught because he asked the feds if he uh, if he used a, a computer and sent them a message on like a floppy disk mm-hmm. because floppy disks were around. And if they can trace it back, <laughs> if they could trace it back, and they're like, uh, oh no, of no, course we couldn't not. do that. <laughs> And, and so that's what he did, and they tracked it back to his church. <laughs> Unbelievable. I watched, uh, no, I haven't watched, I listened to a podcast called The Man in the Window. It's about the Golden State Killer. Oh, who was probably the Zodiac? <laughs> I don't think he was the Zodiac. Uh... <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> anyways, uh, it was it was really good. And it reminded me a lot of the Netflix series Unbelievable. Okay, because like he was a he was a serial rapist slash murderer, and and like there was a part where they were telling they were talking uh, like they talked to some of the victim some of his victims that he didn't kill, and and like they were like yeah the police asked me if I was sure this happened. If I really remember this happening, or you know, and like, I was like, "Oh, that sounds exactly like unbelievable." Where the cops are like, "Oh, you probably just imagined this all happening," and that's, and then and like, and the fact that it happened in over a crazy far distance, mm-hmm. where like the first girl in in unbelievable, I can't remember where, like she was in Washington or something, maybe, and then there was another case. Like, like hours and hours away or whatever. It was pretty interesting. Hmm. As, as, as kind of a hard listen though, but it was pretty interesting. I still haven't finished. Unbelievable. No. No. Uh, you should. It's it's worth finishing. It's too long. <laughs> it's too long. Well, that's why they put it into episodes. No. <laughs> I wish I had more time. I wish. You... <laughs> See. Oh. Oh. I started listening to Chasing Cosby. Oh. My my podcast, uh, my pocket cast app probably thinks I'm a horrible monster <laughs> because at the same, like I started listening to Chasing Cosby the same time, the same day I started listening to Man in the Window mm-hmm. and both of those are about rapists <laughs> and, and the, the Chasing Cosby one was just, that's even, that's, that's probably the hardest thing I've ever had, to, I've ever listened to. It's I. I can't say it's the hardest thing I've ever had to listen to. I don't have to listen to it. <laughs> but it's it's among the hardest things I've ever listened to. 
boy, that was just some, I'm not even going into detail, but it's some messed up stuff. <laughs> and Dave Chappelle, I, I think Dave Chappelle needs to listen to it so he can stop being a victim blamer. It's that time yet again. That time for the secret word. This week's secret word is going to be time. Sure. Why not? Make sure you put the secret word time in your topics list to win yourself that sweet, sweet prize. Enjoy the rest of the show. Why is Cinderella terrible at soccer? Jesus, why? Because she's always running away from the ball. (laughs) Get it? She yeah. runs away from the ball because this the clock's about to strike midnight. I mean, I've never watched Cinderella, so man, you should watch Cinderella. I'm not going to. <laughs> you should. It's a classic. No, it's like kind of like the cartoon Aladdin. I've never seen it. That is also a classic. Did you watch the Will Smith one? It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe loves the Will Smith one. She watches it all the time. All. The time she was watching it this morning when I got out of bed, <laughs> like, and and uh, she watched the cartoon one mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, and she's like, "I like the I like the real person one better." I was like, my heart broke a little bit. The live action uh, Mulan looks good. Yeah, okay, but it doesn't have Eddie Murphy in it. So. <laughs> More Disney. I don't know. I don't, I don't like these live action. I, I kind of wish they'd just leave the animation alone. I get it. You want more money, I guess. But We're in a new day and age. Where yeah, but do we need... Things like, look cooler. I would rather them make something new than just rehash something old. Well, it is new. But it's not new. It's not exactly the same. <laughs> uh, but it's close enough to being the same. It will be close enough to being the same. All they do, all they're gonna do, is put like some more modern sensibilities in it, which are fine. But like the Jungle Book live action, that was great. It and it was like super, super close adaptation of the animated one. Yeah, but it was still a great movie. It was good. It, it looked was, really good. It was pretty good. Okay, I, I will agree with you on that one. <laughs> I would actually probably watch the live action one before I watch the animated one again. Yeah, but part of that's Bill Murray. I love Bill Murray. Okay. <laughs> I like uh, Ben Kingsley as the Black Panther <laughs> that he played. Um, the Beauty and the Beast one. I didn't see that one. Beauty and the Beast was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. And the live action one was like almost shot for shot. Like, Like a lot of the sequences were just like, why are you doing this? I've already seen it. Well, like The Lion King. That was the same thing with The Lion King. Was it? Like, because they even, when the trailers came out, they played them side by side. Oh. And they were practically identical. (laughs) Lion King, I wasn't, like, it was good. I was more excited, but when I actually saw it, I was like, this is okay, I guess. I think Jungle Book's the one that did it for me. It's just, yeah, it's my peak. Because then Andy Serkis made that one. Mowgli. Yeah. Did you watch that one? Yes. Was it good? Uh, I fairly enjoyed that one too. Okay, it was like a darker, right? I have not watched the Mowgli one, but uh, I'd I, recommend. I, I keep seeing it. Like I remember, I was excited for it, and then when it like hit Netflix, I was like, "Oh yeah!" And then I didn't watch it. 
But I like Andy Circus though. He does good work. He does. It took me like forever to finally realize that he was Caesar from Planet of the Apes. Oh, <laughs> a lot of people, myself included, think that uh, he should be able to be nominated for Oscars. I think he should run for president. <laughs> I don't think he should run for president. I think he should just win some Oscars. <laughs> Presidency fits him more. Uh, nope. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Especially like him when he was... Uh... The character he played in the Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> if he if he ran for president as Caesar from the Planet of the Apes movies, I'd vote for him hands down. Why? I don't know. Because he was awesome in the Planet of the Apes movies. Those are like my favorite movies. If he I ran mean, for president as Gollum, I would not vote for him. I would. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I, because... I would trust him less than most current politicians. Not all per current politicians, but most. <laughs> what else has he been in? He's been in a lot. Yeah, you brought up his character in the Marvel movies. I did watch Black Panther a couple weeks ago. So, so oh. you could stop calling me a racist Here for, we go. for not seeing Black Panther. Here we go. And I did not like it. Of course. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. It was long... And like I mentioned it once before, how I think like a lot of the Marvel movies are kind of cookie cutter, where a lot of the times they just end up fighting a version of themselves or a very boring enemy. Mm -hmm. And this one, while the enemy was a little more intellectual, he was still just bad Black Panther. Literally, he was bad Black Panther. They gave him the juice. They gave him the suit. O.J. Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) And he was just bad Black Panther. Uh, They did avoid some of the stuff that I hate about first entries into Marvel movies, though. Because, like, a lot of them are, oh, here's the superhero. He's kind of reluctant or he's kind of a jerk and he doesn't know how to use his powers. So he's not very good at being a superhero, you know, which is like. That was the Thor formula was he was kind of a jerk and he was arrogant. Mm-hmm. And then the Spider-Man formula was he just doesn't know how to be a superhero. And then Iron Man was like a, a mix of both of those. <laughs> and Iron Man just fought a version of himself. Thor just fought a giant boring robot in the desert. That's true. And Spider-Man. Spider-Man, I did like Michael Keaton as uh, as the vulture. I was pretty. I was pretty cool with the Spider-Man one. Then you get to like Black Panther, where like the story, it's like some nice, some good social commentary with the the you know, uh, uh, was it Killmonger's ideology of let's just go arm all the all the black nations. Oh and, yeah, and start a revolution our way. So like they had like some good some good uh, social commentary, but for the most part, it took way too long to get to the point. Wasn't there a point? And he just fought bad Black Panther. And I didn't like the dopey ending. I thought the ending was really dopey. I can spoil it for the podcast. But Max's seen it enough times. I'm sure he knows how it I ends. I feel like there's enough time that's passed by. Okay. Uh, yeah, him like, oh, my dad just, my dad told me that the, the, the sunset in Wakanda was the most beautiful thing. And now I'm dying. And then, then good Black Panther is like, okay, bad Black Panther. Let's go see the sunset, and then we'll kill, and then you'll die. 
And he's like, oh, man, that is the most beautiful sunset in the world. And then Is that what he says, though? It's about what he says. It's about what he says. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I just thought the ending was dopey, and it took way too long to get there. I wonder if in 20 years we're still going to hail that movie as a masterpiece because like that was like the first Marvel movie to be nominated for a best picture. Mm-hmm. And and you know, I understand like it's 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 ideology, it's message and the fact that it was 99% African American cast in a, in a, like a huge blockbuster superhero movie. It's a, it's a big there's a big step forward. But I wonder if in 20 years, when people are like super woke (laughs) and looking for new things to complain about, if they're going to look back on Black Panther and think, yeah, that was a that was a big pivotal moment. Or if they're going to be like, it was it really okay for the big black dude to wear a gorilla mask? Yeah, (laughs) it'll be all right. (laughs) But uh it was not my favorite of the movies. It was okay. I feel like I'm not... I, I don't think I necessarily missed anything by not watching it before uh, well, Infinity it, War or Endgame. Well, it didn't, nothing tied into either one. Exactly. So it was just... But you told me you didn't like movies that tied in. I I want them to tie in a little bit. Like, your... your well, they did. Your argument was that... Uh, but you've seen all the Marvel movies. You should watch this one. You racist. <laughs> well, it was true. <laughs> and, then, and, I, and my argument was, well, I don't think I need to see that one because they introduced him well enough in Civil War and they fleshed him out enough in Wakanda enough in, in, in uh, Infinity War and Endgame that I feel like I'm not really missing a whole lot. And, and I feel like I didn't really miss a whole lot. So what if it wasn't in Civil War? Then I would have felt like I, then I would have felt like I missed missed out on a lot because he would have showed up in Infinity War and I'd just been like, "What is this guy?" Like it was interesting to see. Would like, they have went Infinity War and then went back to Black Panther, kind of like they did uh, Captain Marvel? I would not have liked that because isn't that what they did? Like she was in Endgame and then Captain Marvel came out. No, no, it was Infinity War, Captain Marvel, and then Endgame. Oh, okay. But okay. she was like barely in Endgame because yeah. I think they underestimated how popular she was going to be. Well, and she's like the Superman of. <laughs> right? So she could flick her finger and kill yeah. Thanos. Like. Yeah. And that was another thing I didn't like about Black Panther was I'm not big on Iron Man because I think his suit just does too much. His suit's like everything. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like. But what's the point? Like you can't really hurt him. His suit can heal himself. His suit can like can spot weld spaceships together. Right. It can do anything and everything, and it does. So like, what's the what's really the point? It's just too powerful. And then you have like characters like, uh, like Thor, or uh, or maybe Captain America would be better because I like Thor more than Captain America. But like, they both have this problem of. They're superheroes. They have like super strength. They're almost unkillable. And then like Black Panther was like, he has super strength. He's almost unkillable. Oh, and we're putting this 
the super suit on him as well. It's like, well, as a human, like he's not. Well, yeah, but he's not out there fighting as a human. They keep giving him his powers back, and then they give him a super suit on top of it. They only take his powers out. The suit really doesn't come with much. It comes with the ability to like absorb, (laughs) absorb power, so that he can just like blow everyone away after he's been riddled with bullets that don't do anything to him. Well, that's all that vibranium. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. He he was he was too super. I like the nanotech thing idea of the suits. Yeah. So that's that's like that's one of my biggest problems. All these like none of these characters are coordinating with each other, but they all have identical <laughs> technology. That's true. Which, I mean, I like I like <clears throat> I liked Iron Man's nanotech. Is it, see, to me, it's just too like it's just too much. Like I liked it when it was pieces of his suit flying through the air and just like sticking to him versus oh, I'm going to push this button and suddenly the suit's just going to morph around me. Well, it makes it easier that way. Well, yeah, it makes it easier. He doesn't have but, to wait 10 years I, for his part, his arm to fly across <laughs> the whole entire state <sighs> to get locked onto him. He could be dead by then. Or he could be, and that would be a very thrilling. <laughs> it could be, but I mean like in Infinity War when he's getting the shit beat out of him, uh, by Thanos, like he like hit him in the face and bits and pieces broke off, but they're like coming back together. Yeah, see? But he was hitting him like so much that they couldn't come back together. <laughs> like I thought that was intense. Yeah, yeah. Or when he like morphed his arm into a sword and he just broke it off and stabbed him. <laughs> see, that's too much. And okay, he, he stabbed him right as that nanotech was about to cover his body. <laughs> Like I said, the the suits they just do too much. Like the Spider Man suit, it it kind of like you know it has like the spider legs that kind of sp- pop oh, out the, of it. The and Iron stuff. Spider, yeah, and like and 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 the the Iron Man suit with all the crazy nanotech. That's like, oh, oh look, there's a hole in the spaceship. Let's fix that. Oh look, there's a hole in Peter Parker. Let's fix that. Or oh look, there's it's like. Like, you're doing too much. It's too much. It's too convenient. I want my superheroes to be inconvenienced and you're just a picky and person. mortal. <laughs> just a picky person. Ah oh, man. I would have been okay if uh if General Zod would have snapped Superman's neck in Man of Steel. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> what a plot twist that would have been. <laughs> like, see? Now that, that would have been great. <laughs> that would have been like a Death of Superman story arc. It would have been. That been. Without Doomsday. Which would have been preferable to what we got for Doomsday, if you ask me. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. He looked more like of a like a killer croc. Yeah. Just disgusting. <laughs> what a disappointment. Uh, DC's just a disappointment. <laughs> oh, Doomsday. He was just like a big King Kong. He was like a big dumb. Big dumb bone monster. Can't wait for King Kong versus Godzilla. That'd be pretty good. Yeah, I still haven't watched uh, King of Monsters or that Monster World or whatever. Is it King of Monsters? Isn't King of Monsters. Okay. That was amazing. Was it? Yes. I feel like you're telling me it's amazing, and then I'm going to watch it. And I'm going to be like, this is this is crap. Naturally. <laughs> <laughs> I will probably enjoy it just because it There was works. 10 times more action than the first one. Well, that doesn't take much. The first one was like five, literally minutes. like 15 minutes of Godzilla. 
Yeah, there's more. <laughs> I probably enjoy that one. Plus, doesn't that have Vera Farmiga in it? Lady yep. from uh, Conjuring. And Eleven. Yeah. From Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. That's right. And uh, I don't know his name, but he was in the first uh, King Kong, Peter Jackson one. He uh, was the actor. The actor? No, like in the movie, he played an actor. Oh. I don't know. I can't. I haven't seen he, that one for... He was Bruce Baxter in the Peter Jackson one. Okay. I have not seen that one forever. But like, he, I watched it once when it was kind of new, and that was even before, like, HD was a big thing. <laughs> and then and then I refused to watch it not in HD. <laughs> like, we have it on... We have a DVD of it, but mm-hmm. it's like... It's like, ah, it's such lower quality. <laughs> There's a... I think we have the extended edition. Oh, my God. Good Lord. It's like nine hours long. I, I can't do that. And all you see is Adrian Brody's huge nose. <laughs> oh, I forgot Adrian Brody was a... See, and I like Adrian Brody, but yeah. he's not in a lot of stuff. No. Like... I think he sh- I think he becomes a villain in, like, one of the later seasons of Peaky Blinders. But oh. you have to get through a bunch of seasons of Peaky Blinders to get to it. <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, it's a it's a perfectly fine show. It's just, it just you have to like old timey mobster stuff to really get into it. Right. Fun fact: When King Kong came out, same year BTK was caught. Well, that is a fun fact. Two thousand five. All right. It's a good year all around, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we got King Kong and a serial killer. It's a seven point two out of ten on IMDb. Huh. What's the what's the runtime on on IMDb? That'll be like for King, for King Kong. Uh, I don't think this is the extended edition. Well, right, it's right. Three three hours and seven minutes. I was gonna say I knew it was like super epic. So I, I, the extended version's got to be like at least three forty five. Kyle Chandler. Okay, is he the he's the Friday Night Lights guy? Um, Wasn't he Friday Night Lights guy? He was in yes, and he was in. Uh, Bloodline on Netflix, and he was in Argo. I okay. didn't. I forgot he was in Argo. Oh man, Bloodline—that yep. was an awesome show. Bloodline it says here, what's that about? Um, it's like this rich family with some pretty nasty secrets, mm-hmm. and uh, like they get caught up in like a lot of crime and stuff like that, and like like this the black sheep of their family who's like known for like doing really shady things shows up and he kind of like throws their whole family into into chaos mm-hmm. it is uh it is an excellent show i think it's only three seasons and they wrapped it they it was like it was three seasons that they allowed it to wrap up like they didn't just cancel it without warning but it was a it's an excellent show it's a slow burn though you got to be pretty patient for like the big big payoffs but mm-hmm. it was an awesome show that is the most memorable Kyle Chandler thing to me, because I even forgot he was in King Kong, and I never watched Friday Night Lights. So, yeah, seeing King Kong is like the thing I remember him in first, but then Argo. Now that I think about huh? it again, I, I remember which character he played. Um, but yeah, King Kong versus Godzilla. That'd be a good one. I have King of Monsters. If you uh, no, I don't. I lied to you. <laughs> Do you have School Island? Yes, I'd borrow School Island. Okay, you can borrow School Island. I, I, I really, really wanted to see that, but I didn't have any money to go see it in theaters at the time. And then I bought it 
for someone as a Christmas gift. Actually, I bought it for myself mm-hmm. on a Black Friday deal. And then I realized that I needed a Christmas gift for someone. And I was like, well, I haven't opened this yet. So uh, someone's getting someone's getting Skull Island. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's did they open it like Skull Island? <laughs> uh, no, no. But no. they were like they were like, oh, awesome, Skull Island. Yeah, I've been wanting to see this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was, uh, what I thought I had got King of Monsters, but maybe I didn't. I'll have to look upstairs. Because is King of Monster is is uh, is Skull Island and King of Monsters are they technically connected to each other? Like, is it the same? Is it the same King Kong that's going to show up for? Yeah, Godzilla. Yeah, okay. And I think at, I don't know was I don't remember there being a post credits in the first Godzilla, so I don't know if that tied into Skull Island, but I know that the end of. Skull Island, they foreshadow King of Monsters, and then they foreshadowed both King of Monsters and uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Okay, because like at the at the very end, after they show uh, Mothra and King Ghidorah, and what's the other one? Rodan. Okay. Um, like they play both of their. Screams. I don't know what you want. Roars. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they play Godzilla's and then they play King Kong's and then hmm. it just cuts out. Okay. Speaking of cutting out, I was thinking about you last night. Oh, I'm, I'm honored, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, just because when I was watching 1917, uh, the ending was great. Don't get me wrong. But there was like a spot where I thought <laughs> if they cut it off right here, I would be perfectly content with that. <laughs> And I was like, T would love this. <laughs> Am I sure? If it, if it shows up at the World Theater, I might go see it. A couple years ago, Liz got me a card, a little punch card for the World Theater. Mm-hmm. And it was like, uh, I think it was, it was the price, it cost the price of 11 movies, but you get an extra movie in there for free. And she got it for me for Oscar season. And then I used it for like, like the Oscar movies that year, and then like, kind of sporadically, since then. Mm-hmm. And I have one punch left, and every once in a while they'll be playing something and be like, "Oh, hey, that's right, I still have a free movie at the World Theater." So maybe if 1917 shows up there, I'll be like, "Hey, Liz, let's go to a movie. You pay your way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use my card." <laughs> They play well. You said they play all the Oscar movies there. Uh, they play a lot of them. A lot of them. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if they. I'd be surprised if they didn't. Show yeah, it. yeah. Uh, this weekend they're playing Judy, the Judy Garland movie. When is the Oscars? Uh, maybe February 9th. It might be sixteenth, I guess. But I think it's the ninth. February 9th, Yeah. Right. And by the time this episode drops, it might actually be past the Oscars. <laughs> and certainly by the time the next episode drops. Right. <laughs> It'll be past the Oscars. Actor in a leading role, 1917. Hmm? I'll take 1917 for both of those. Okay. What about Joker? You think Joker deserves a best picture nod? Do you think it's you do you think Joker's worth all the uh all the acclaim it's getting? It's got eleven nominations. There's twenty three categories. Do you think it's worth nearly half of those categories? Oh. <laughs> 
including Best Picture. I don't. Think I don't it, think. Best I don't picture. think it'll win a Best Picture. I don't think Best Picture. I'd I'd be willing to bet that it's going to be The Irishman for Best Picture. Myself. We should make a healthy bet. <laughs> a healthy bet. I'll buy you some Twizzlers. Okay, and I buy you some cauliflower. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you said nineteen seventeen wins Best Picture. Okay, I'll I'll take that bet. What if neither one of them win? There's nine. There's nine movies up for Best Picture this year. What if neither one of them? What if it goes to like uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Oh. What if Tarantino gets it? I would hope not. But you like Tarantino? I know, but I haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> Do you have any interest in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Well, yeah, because it's Tarantino. I was going to say. And <laughs> plus, does it, doesn't it have Brad Pitt? I think it has Brad Pitt. Yep, and uh, my boy Leo. Yeah. Love him. <laughs> the Revenant was a great movie. I didn't mind The Revenant. It's one of those where like, like my history buff friends were like, oh, yeah, that was such a good movie, except for this. In the, in the Revenant, in the movie, the guy had like, he had like a son with a Native American woman or something. Yeah. And in real life, that never happened. <laughs> and they're like, why did they have to add that? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and then they're like, the rest of it was really good, though. Like, really accurate. As we know, I question accuracy on my historical dramas and stuff. Mm-hmm. How do you know that was accurate? Well, because he was attacked by a bear and left for dead. Okay. But how do you know that the bear attack was that vicious? <laughs> right, throwing him around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and how do you know, like, all the stuff that he did actually happened to slept him? Slept in like, a dead yeah. deer. <laughs> how do you know he slept in, like, the dead animal <laughs> and, and all this stuff? And, like, well, because it's in history books. It's like, okay, look, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. You can have your history books. You can have your accounts. But this is a time in which history was not particularly well documented, and people were known to embellish their adventures. Right. So I just question how much of The Revenant was factual versus embellishment over a hundred years' time. <laughs> was there a huge fight scene at the end? <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good movie. I, w- I, I certainly won't argue that it's a, a, a good movie. I think That movie reminds me of Sam. Yeah, Sam was the one that was arguing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> classic. But uh it was a it was a good movie. It was very good. I question all history from that era, whether it's in movie form or history book form. What if that, none of that happened? Like what if he <laughs> got mauled by the bear and died? <laughs> I do believe that he actually did survive whatever happened to him. Mm-hmm. And trekked across the country and found Tom Hardy again. I don't I don't know. I just I just wonder if it was like as heroic and and whatnot. And and I'm sure it was plenty dramatic because back in those days, like everything was dramatic. Right. Like which which is fine because, you know, weather and stuff. <laughs> but and like when people like tell me tell me things about like the civil war and stuff or like these crazy stories from the civil war or anything like that. I'm like, do you really know? Do you really know? And like all these like mountain man stories, come on. You're telling me that no mountain man wandered into a bar somewhere and was like, was like just talking up a big story, even though like, it's like, ah, I broke my foot. 
well, running away from a, a mountain lion, and I, I killed it with my bare hands. It's like, did you really? <laughs> Nobody saw you do it. You probably just stubbed your toe and screamed and scared the mountain lion away. Dropped a log on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. It's, it's, it's just an era in history that I, I, I'm sure there are some truths some truths to the tales. Mm-hmm. I just take the I just take a lot of the truths with a, a grain of salt. Right. Same with Western. Same with like old timey Western things. Cowboys had a lot of ego and machismo. <laughs> I shot that some bitch right in between his eyes. <laughs> Did you though? Was it right in between his eyes? Because <laughs> his whole face is blown off. <laughs> I do like a good western though. Did you ever watch Godless on Godless, Netflix? Godless, no. Had Jeff Daniels in it. I've that, seen Lawless. Okay, that's the Prohibition one. Tom Hardy yeah. and Shia LaBeouf. Godless was really good. You might think it's too long. It's a limited series, Ugh. so it's like three hour. It's like three episodes long, and they're like both like I think they're all like an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah, I'll fall asleep. But it was so good. That's the way westerns should be. Like uh, this whole Aaron Hernandez thing on Netflix. Yeah. It's only three episodes. I can't get past the first one. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever finish The Confession Killer? No. No? No. (laughs) I feel like I'm learning for the first time today that you start a lot of things. Here all this time I thought you've been finishing all these things. (laughs) No, because it's just that I won't watch animes that have more than like 13 episodes okay in a season okay because like something like naruto right there's like 300 episodes and that's (laughs) they could chop that off and call that the first season (laughs) and i'm just like absolutely not is there i think there's a new dragon ball z game coming out yeah it's just like all the rest I was going to say, like, I, I listened to the Game Informer podcast the other day. They were talking about it, and they were saying that if if you're not a Dragon Ball Z fan uh, and you don't want to sit through, like, 900 hours of Dragon Ball Z to just feel like you've got caught up, mm-hmm. you could play the game because it, it plays through, like, three very epic storylines or something like that. Yeah, every game that they've made, it's all the same three storylines. Okay. It's ridiculous. Well, this one sounds like, they made it sound like this one was, like, actually, like, Pretty high quality though, like it, it actually, looks nice. It looks yeah. very nice, but it just so they're like the same. Shit. But they're like they're like yeah, you could you could play this game and feel like you've been caught up on everything, and and it just cuts out like all the filler. And I guess there's places you can go online where they'll tell you like uh, these are all the important episodes. Mm-hmm. These are all the all the filler episodes. I've never watched any of them. I'm not a big Dragon Ball Z fan. Well, I wouldn't say all that. <laughs> I love Dragon Ball Z. It's just when it comes to the games, it, it they're all the same. <laughs> oh, there is our timer. Congratulations, everyone. You've made it to the end of yet another episode. Unless you're not hearing me say this right now, in which case you didn't make it to the end of the episode. And not <laughs> congratulations to you, but you're not listening, so it doesn't matter if I congratulate you or not. What if people don't listen to Off All Day because it's more than 13 episodes? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't want those listeners then. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, 
I believe this is episode 16. I think this is 16. Of Off All Day? Yeah. Jesus. I think it's 16. On Spotify, are we Off All Day? Or are we two guys that move into podcasts? We are both. You can find both shows. You can find Off All Day and Two Guys, a Movie, and a Podcast on Spotify. So, just a reminder to everyone, if you want every episode we do, just follow Off All Day. If you just want movies, just subscribe to Two Guys, a Movie, and a Podcast. I also throw little bits of, little 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 chunks of trailer on the uh, Two Guys feed as well. Like little, I try to make little uh, one-minute trailers. Sometimes they're longer, but I try to do... One minute trailers because those are all that fit on Instagram. I'm gonna put them on Instagram with like a funny little animation or something. Mm-hmm. And Twitter's about the same way. I think Twitter might let you do a little bit longer, but uh, a minute, a minute, I feel is is good enough to get you, hopefully, get you into the door. Also, as much as I hate to say this, off all day, it does now have a TikTok account. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not a big TikTok fan. I think it's kind of a dumb thing. You're about to see me on there. But uh, I did make an off-all-day TikTok account. And I, right now, as this as this episode is recording, which will be announced, I suppose, in like three weeks. <laughs> you guys won't know this until three weeks. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll start sharing some stuff out of TikTok. But uh, right now, it's it's just another place to put like the the little animations that you get on Instagram. It's literally the same clips that you get on Instagram, mm-hmm. only on TikTok. So, very nice. You know, like one little, like like little minute bite-sized pieces of of Mac and tea talking. All right. All that said, if you want to win a prize, I'm not entirely sure what the prize is this week, but I'm sure it's something cool. By this time, see, this will be in what the end of February. This will probably be mid February. Mid February. Here's here's here. Let's look at a calendar real quick. Like, so, um, what social media post has stuck with you will be January 29th. Mm-hmm. So February 5th will be, um, uh, what movie? What movie scene hit you the hardest, or something like that, or choked you up the most, or something? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that will be February 5th. February 12th will be this episode, assuming all goes well. February 12th will be this episode. And then February 19th will be our next movie episode. So for this one... So this one will be February 12th. Okay. So this will be for... What I'm going to say is going to be for March. One of our episodes in March. Okay. I'm going to give a free... Something free from yours truly from the pyramid. Okay. Selection. Well, that sounds good. Gee, maybe I should do that. Maybe I should like well not give someone something free from your stuff. <laughs> I should give yeah. someone the solicitor. <laughs> give I'll give something free from my stuff. Uh I, I don't know what the price is gonna be, but as Max says, in March he's gonna give away a pyramid something or other. For, you sell hats? For an app. You uh, sell hats or hoodies? No. no. You have hoodies. Hoodies. Okay. Hoodies, shirts, phone cases, no. tote bags, oh, yeah. posters, tapestries, canvases. You know what you should do? I'm not telling you how to run your business, but. Just maybe. tell me how to run my business. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you thought of like inspirational things to put on like posters and stuff? 
like like pyramid from the ground up and then like have like a picture of a tree and say like all things start from a small idea. Well, you know what I was thinking? Oh, man, you must read my mind from miles <laughs> away. <laughs> I was thinking of putting a picture of like somehow making a putting a pyramid like coming up from the ground. Okay. <clears throat> but then I thought what if one day historians are like, no, they were built from the top to bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be screwed. No. Because they won't be from the ground up. True, true. Well, it doesn't really matter anyways. I mean, they were all like, they weren't really built. They were just, they just appeared. Aliens just plopped them down in the middle of the desert. How do you think the sphinxes were made? Same thing. Aliens 3D printed the Sphinx and then... <laughs> 3D printed it. Yep, them. they 3D printed the Sphinx and then they brought it from outer space and just set it down. They threw a pin particle at it. <laughs> yep, yeah. It's actually the size of a of a Matchbox car. <laughs> Speaking of Matchbox, I'm going to Matchbox 20. Oh. In September. Oh, how unfortunate for you. Oh, I'm going to enjoy it every <laughs> do they still Do they make new music? I don't or think are they so. still? Or are they like just singing like stuff from like still 90s and yeah. early 2000s? Yeah. <laughs> okay, who's is it? Are they playing with anybody else? Tell me, it's uh, Third Eye Blind. Tell me, you're going to see Matchbox Twenty and Third Eye Blind. No. Oh, well, I lost interest. Wallflowers. Oh man, I would freaking love that. Ha! Ah, <laughs> I love the Wallflowers. Yeah. They are one of my top five '90s bands. Yeah, they're opening up for them. Matchbox is opening up. For no, the Wallflowers. Wallflowers are opening up. For, oh, yeah. That's awesome. I'm pretty stoked. That is pretty cool. I'm now. I'm officially jealous. Not about the Matchbox to anything, but the Wallflower thing. I, I, I they're pretty them. awesome. They are awesome. Yeah. I set my Google Play to play like just '90s, just general '90s mm-hmm. music, and I oftentimes either start it with "Better Than Ezra" or "Wallflowers." And lately, I find myself starting the radio station with "Wallflowers" more than "Better Than Ezra," and it just makes me happy. Yeah. See, on Spotify, there's uh, playlist. Well, it's a category, and it just says decades. Yeah. So sometimes I'll just go through like probably like no further than the seventies. Right. Like I don't listen to like fifties <laughs> music in my car. <laughs> like if you catch me like, with my windows up, like when you took a picture of me, <laughs> and I'm just like head bobbing really hard, and I roll down my window, and it's like fifties music. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, they have like eighties, uh, seventies. Uh, 90s, uh, 90s rock, 80s rock, oh, yeah. stuff like that. So 90s is about where I draw the line. I don't like 80s stuff. <clears throat> well, <laughs> uh, I think we've had that conversation before. I like The Cure and Depeche Mode. Those are both things that came from the 80s that I that I will always listen to. But like Whitesnake, REO Speedwagon. Pink Floyd. I don't mind Pink Floyd. I do actually kind of like Pink Floyd. And I like David Bowie as well. Oh, not a big Bowie fan. No, I love David Bowie. I hate the labyrinth. I mean, that I'm, shouldn't take I'm away from gonna, his musical <laughs> I'm not ability. Like defend the labyrinth, or or really necessarily any of his movie work. I mean, he is he. Although he was pretty cool in uh, the Prestige. Did you ever see the Prestige? No. Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. It was what uh, I'm in. Uh, Christopher Nolan did Batman Begins. Then he did the Prestige, and then he did Dark Knight. Yeah, Prestige. I really like Prestige. I mean. It sounds like I could I could tell you the story, 
the general story of the prestige and you would be like this sounds stupid but it's really good uh it's about two magicians constantly trying to outdo each other and uh yeah i'll probably won't watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was the story and it has oh it has michael Caine in it as well because I'm really christopher in. nolan like <laughs> like they're best friends <laughs> yeah, apparently <laughs> But uh, it is pretty good. It's kind of a slower burn too, though. Like, there's a pretty big payoff by the end of it that that I think is worth it. But it's like I think it's like two and a half. It might be two and a half hours long. I wish Michael Caine would do more war movies. Yeah, I could do that. I watched him once. Like, uh, I don't remember what it was, but it was like super young Michael Caine, and kind of like a weird, grimy, gross. Was he in uh, Clockwork Orange? No. Oh. <laughs> but it was like, it was sort of like a Taken type of movie mm-hmm. or like a Taxi Driver style movie. Have you ever seen Taxi Driver? Robert De Niro? No. Saves Jodie Foster from childhood prostitution. Jodie Foster's always needing saved. <laughs> True. But anyways, uh, it was like super young Michael Caine and like, and like a 70s revenge saga. Mm-hmm. And it was not good. I think I ever need to see Michael Caine having sex with anybody oh. at any age. <laughs> it's like, I'm Michael Caine. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Michael Caine. Stop. <clears throat> <laughs> All righty. We are going to call this episode over. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do that via the electronic mail. That's off all day at outlook.com that's where you need to send your topics list make sure you put topics list and the episode number in your subject line so that way i don't accidentally delete it and i can you know pull it out of the spam filter if that's where it ends up you can find us on instagram where it is at off all day podcast and twitter where it is at off all day and as i mentioned begrudgingly tiktok it is at off all day podcast. I need to make a pyramid Twitter. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I wish I, I wish I tweeted more. I go on binges where I tweet. I'm like, oh, you know what? This seems like something that would go good on the off all day Twitter. And then I'll do I'll like I'll do it for like a few days, and then nothing for weeks. <laughs> like I just I just don't keep up on the social media. As much as I probably, as as much as I probably should. Same with my, same with the dark days of Dorothy Gale Twitter account. I'll be like, I'll find a hashtag that kind of match that I can like shoehorn my book into, mm-hmm. and then I'll use that for, I'll do that for a day or two, and then it'll, I'll go silent. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, all that social media stuff, it just. It weighs you down, and like, you, like every time I add something new to a social media, like uh, some sort of new account, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely gonna keep up on this. And then, like three <laughs> days later, <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> but anyways, that's all of our contact information. For more information and for links to our storefront on T on T Public, <laughs> all that stuff's gonna move over to Teespring at some point. <laughs> Uh, but if you want to buy something from T Public, you can do that. You can find all the links and all that fun information, even a sample topics list at offalldaypodcast.com. And uh, we'll, we'll catch you next time. Adios. Adios.